Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to the Wesley Memorial Church podcast. This is Pastor Clark here. Just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening. We're beginning an exciting new Advent sermon series called Advent Between Two Worlds. And you're going to hear a sermon that we did just this past Sunday on that and how we can look at Christ's birth and Christ's future coming. And in between those two stories, how we find ourselves in this glorious story of God during this Advent season. We also invite any of you to join us for worship, either online or in person at 8.30 and 11 traditional in our sanctuary or 9.45 in contemporary in our dining hall. You can go to our website, wesleymemorial.org to learn more. Thanks again for listening. God bless each of you. And we hope you enjoyed this week's sermon. Our text for today, the third Sunday of Advent, is found in the Gospel of John chapter 1. And we're going to hear today what John says to us about John the baptizer. So beginning at verse 6 of John's Gospel chapter 1. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. And then picking up in verse 19, this is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Then they said to him, who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now, they had been sent from the Pharisees, they asked him, why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah nor Elijah nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Friends, how would you answer the question, who are you? And again, when we are asked that question, who are you, we're not being asked, what do you do? It's interesting if you will listen perhaps like at a dinner party where people are meeting each other for the first time, they tend to introduce themselves to each other by saying what they do, what they do for a living or a profession. But that's not the same thing as who you are. I hope that you know yourself to be a child of God and a disciple of Jesus Christ. I hope that you know your gifts and your strengths and your weaknesses. I hope that you know your calling that Jesus Christ has placed upon your life. During the month of January, here at Wesley Memorial Church, we're going to be 
presenting a sermon series based on scripture, but one that will reference the Enneagram. The Enneagram is a personality type test. It is a personality type test that helps people discover something about themselves, their styles, or the weaknesses and the strengths of their personalities. It helps them learn how to perhaps better be in relationship to other people, to people of different personality types. But what what we want to lift up about the Enneagram is we perhaps learn more about ourselves through the Enneagram is how we can be the person that God has created us to be, how we can live into the calling that Jesus Christ has placed upon our lives. Very important question, who are you? And that was the question that they brought to John the baptizer here in our text this morning. In our text, we catch up with a a delegation coming from Jerusalem out into the Judean desert or wilderness to investigate that eccentric, charismatic preacher that we call John the baptizer. He was out there in the desert calling people to repent to start over again, to be baptized anew, and to start their walk with God afresh. And when they went out there into the desert to investigate this strange preacher, they began by asking this strange preacher, who are you? And John responded, as you heard in the text, by saying, I am not the Messiah, that people have been expecting for hundreds of years to come and deliver us from all the trials of this world. He also said, I am not Elijah, resurrected, who is again preaching out in the desert. He also said, I am not that prophet. And he's referencing the prophet that Moses spoke of in the book of Deuteronomy that would come one day. So when they asked John the baptizer that question, who are you, he really didn't answer that question directly. So they tried again. They asked the question, who are you? And at that point, John the baptizer simply said, I am the voice. I would insert, I am only the voice. I am only the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. I am only a voice. Do you hear John's humility there in his answer? In the Hebrew, the word for humility is anavah, and it's a remarkable word. It doesn't mean to think less of yourself than you should. Anavah in the Hebrew really means to know one's God-given place in the world. That's true humility, not to think less of ourselves than we should, but to know our God-given place in the world. John the baptizer in the Gospels was the very first public witness to Jesus Christ. Now, the first witness to Jesus Christ was his mother Mary. I believe Mary was the greatest of all 
the disciples of Jesus Christ. And she was the first to witness to him in private. But it was John the baptizer who was the first to publicly testify to Jesus Christ. He said, I am only or simply the voice pointing people to this one who is to come. Friends, are you a disciple of Jesus Christ? Are you a follower of Jesus Christ? If you are, it is crucial that we as disciples of Jesus Christ learn how to point other people to Jesus Christ. It is a core value of being a disciple in Jesus Christ that we help make other disciples of Jesus Christ. That we multiply our ministry by mentoring other people, by drawing other people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. I, I hope that you could answer to me or to any of us who your spiritual sons are, who your spiritual daughters are, who it is you are mentoring as disciples of Christ. You are further along, further ahead in the walk with Jesus Christ than some people. So I hope that you're actively seeking people to whom you can disciple, pointing people to Jesus Christ, helping people grow in a relationship to Jesus Christ, helping people prepare to receive more of Jesus Christ into their lives. It's one of the most most important task of a disciple of Jesus Christ. John says he is simply only a voice pointing others to Jesus Christ. He came to witness to Jesus Christ and to testify as to who Jesus Christ is. So that's the way John the baptizer answered the question, who are you? He talked about his relationship to Jesus Christ. Well, then they came back, this investigative committee from Jerusalem, and asked the question of John the baptizer, why then are you baptizing? If you are not the Messiah, if you're not Elijah resurrected, if you're not the prophet prophesied by Moses, why then are you out in the desert calling people to baptize and you heard what John the baptizer said in answer to that question he said I baptize you with water among you stands one whom you do not know the one who is coming after me I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal so he says that he is again pointing to one who is to come after him he is coming to this world as one mightier than John and John again is talking of his humility when he says I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal but you also notice here in the text that he says something I find to be very remarkable he says among you stands one whom you do not know. And when I've heard that in the gospel, I've often wondered if Jesus was there standing in the crowd 
in the crowd of people by the River Jordan as they were investigating John the Baptizer. And there he was somewhere in the crowd. And he says, you do not know. Can you imagine that? Jesus Christ being in your midst, but still yet you are unaware of Jesus Christ being in your midst. Friends, I hope you know Jesus, but I also hope that you recognize Jesus. I hope that you recognize Jesus in your midst. I hope that you recognize what Jesus is doing in you what Jesus is doing around you. How sad that Jesus Christ could here on this day be in the midst of the people and they did not know it. Sometimes we can be so distracted. I remember several years ago uh, when our kids were young, Tammy and I took our kids to Disney World. And I remember being on a ride with my children Uh, the teacups there at Disney World. I didn't realize it. I didn't know it. And I would not have recognized him if my wife Tammy had not pointed him out to us. But there in the teacup rides with us was President Jimmy Carter and his family. Can you imagine being in the presence of someone like that and not realizing you're in the presence of of someone like that? Well, here on this day, out by the River Jordan, was John the baptizer and perhaps multitudes of people coming out from Jerusalem and all of Judea. And perhaps Jesus is there among them, but they do not know. John's gospel is very clear that John prophesied the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ into the world, and that when Jesus Christ comes into the world, many will receive him, but many will not. So friends, choose now, choose well, and choose Jesus Christ. Recognize who he is, recognize him in your midst, Receive him into your life and then recognize what he's doing through you. I know that you're very busy making preparations for Christmas. I hope that as you're making preparations for the coming of Christmas, you are preparing to make it all about Jesus. I hope that you're making plans and preparations to make sure that Jesus Christ is central to your celebration of Christmas. Particularly for those of us, and perhaps only for those of us, who are Christ followers. This season is all about Jesus Christ. And I hope that you're doing everything you can to receive him as the center of this Christmas, as the center of all your life. I hope that during this season you will come to see him anew. You will come to see what he's doing anew in your life and in the world around us.
And I hope that you will join him as he works to transform the world. John the Baptizer said he was simply a voice, only the voice pointing people to Jesus Christ. May all of our lives, may all of our living point people to Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me? God, for the gift of this time shared, we are very grateful. We pray, God, that you will allow us through the power of your Holy Spirit to make Jesus Christ central to our lives, make Jesus Christ central to our celebration of Christmas. We pray, O God, that people will see Jesus Christ living in us. And God, I know that there are people listening to the sound of my voice who perhaps have a relationship even with your church. And as wonderful as that is, I pray that they will certainly have a relationship with you. We offer our lives back to you in the strong and saving name of Jesus Christ. Amen.